0: what's up bitches welcome back to you can't make this shit up today we are on episode 10 this is episode 10 i'm actually what like we made it to 10 that's such an iconic like it is iconic it's iconic okay it's iconic all right okay we get it so obviously i'm back home in ireland now and i'm in isolation quarantine as everyone else is so, hmm, I wonder who my guest is for this 10th episode. Well, it's none only... No, is that how you say it? It's no... Why not
1: I introduce myself? <laughs> so, this is... Wow, okay uh, then. Uh, Michael Heavey. Michael John Peter Heavey. Today, my brother. S- my
0: brother, everyone. I have my brother Don't here to today. Me. I have my brother here today with me. Um, he was actually really excited to come on the show. Uh, for a while now so mm-hmm. it's kind of worked out well an
1: avid listener an avid fan
0: yeah so we're just drinking some wine it's a what even day is it it's a wednesday night mm-hmm. and i think we're both just starting to really feel this quarantine but you know this podcast is gonna lighten the our mood and hopefully lighten, lighten you, lighten you guys's load. mood as well because shit you
1: know shit's really gone weird
0: <laughs> okay so you know you just you can't. You, can you make this up that this has happened? You really you could
1: just not. You could not make up the entire of twenty twenty.
0: No, like it's kind so of that. funny. I started this podcast literally at the end of twenty nineteen, called it. You can't make this shit up. And what happens in the year that I basically like? I'm recording like the podcast. Pandemic, like right <laughs> honestly, what in the name of the Lord? Anyways, so today, yeah, I have my brother here with me, and I'm just gonna grill him. <laughs> So the first thing I kind of wanted to ask you, Michael, is what was it like growing up with me?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's just get right into it. Well, let me see. There's 16 months, 16, 18 months
0: between us? There's 16 months.
1: 16 months between me and Ashley. So I'm a Pisces and I want to say Libra for Ashling.
0: He doesn't know my star sign. My siblings <laughs> don't even know me. <laughs> it's
1: a Leo, right?
0: I'm a Libra. You just um, acted okay. as if he didn't okay. know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see, now you know that I do don't follow that stuff, but I do think it's interesting. Anyways, as you were saying, 16 months between us, so we're coming into what, uh, we used to live over um, <laughs> the... Nav- Where did we live, Michael? Where we live? Oh, yeah, the paddocks on the Navan Road, right? Yeah, so yeah. for
0: everyone that's from Ireland, you guys know the Phoenix Park, we used to live there. If you're not from Ireland, well... Just Google the Phoenix Park because we used to live right next to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and a swimming pool too. So we were kind of privileged. Well.
0: <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> privilege check. Yes,
1: privilege check. But uh, yeah, well, my early memories of thing Well, I think the one that stands out the most at this stage because it's, it's constantly referenced is when she like threw a hairbrush at my head. Oh my gosh. And like it hit me like square on the back of the head.
0: Square on the back of the head.
1: Uh, immense pain. Not gonna lie, uh, cried like I I don't want to be saying like like a little girl, but like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Cried (laughs) Uh, like a little boy. Yeah, um, there used to be quite a lot of fights. I think between us. Yeah. Little little spats and things like that. It's kind of funny
0: because we got on so well now. Like I can't remember the last fight we've had to be honest. But when we were growing up, like literally, I mean, it was mostly me. I think I can't really fully remember. But you know, I'm gonna call myself out and say that I was a really angry child to my family to everyone else like I was like a little angel or whatever but to my family I literally like hated them all so especially Michael I just wanted to mm. attack you all the time but I'm glad we grew out of that and the hairbrush thing oh my god like every time I brush my hair I think of that story mm. <laughs> I used to just that was like my weapon of choice yeah <laughs> Michael's re-traumatized <just> going back <laughs> like, oh my in place.
1: but like <laughs> other things that stand out like little because, like, you know, as, as you're, like, what, what am I, 24 now? Actually, you're 25. And, like, as the as the time goes on, like, you're trying to pick out, like, different memories of your, your childhood. But, like, different things stand out. Like, going to Wales that time, for mm. example. Where these two fuckers from Wales.
0: <laughs> for lack of a better word. <laughs>
1: uh, hijacked our go-kart as, we, like, we were on it. Uh, going around, like, so this, like, holiday campsite, I guess. Like, holiday site. Yeah. Uh, it's still so clear in my memory yeah, that yeah. yeah, and like like brought us into like a cornered field where like there was no like adults around or anything, and like tried to that was actually so bad. Oh my god, it, it, was, was, it so was so bad. scary, so traumatizing. I can't believe that happened. Mm,
0: like holy mm. shit, man! They literally took us into a random field. Like we were literally eleven and tw- ten, had never yeah. seen any sort of like <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> we <were laughs> fear, fear, like, fearful for our We lives. were so innocent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, I remember that so well. That was actually scary.
1: The funny thing is, as well as, like, when it it was all over, like, I used to think about, like you know what if I was there with my friends from school like those those guys wouldn't have stood a chance oh my (laughs) god they would have totally had my back and everything
0: fuck no I remember being like I remember being like Michael just let them have the go-kart just just let them have it like we have no choice and then they took it and then they went off with it and I remember there was one boy part of the group who Hmm. was like he was do you remember him he was like the nice one and he saw that me and Michael were like crying like floods of tears clearly so upset traumatised like he knew we were about to have life trauma from it and he was like guys no just give it back to them give it back to them they, they need a look at look at their faces like these guys are probably literally like a year older than us like what the hell like, mm-hmm. and um then we got them back and we came back to our family and then uh, <laughs> our dad found them basically yeah <laughs> and um <laughs> and he, he,
1: he, he dragged he dragged one by the arm like to the reception of like the arcade or something i was like listen like this ain't right like what this kid is doing i want i want action them now. I want, like, some and nothing punishment.
0: even happened to them, did nothing, it? Nothing, nothing happened, happened to them. One like, of like, them ran away before he could even. like get...
1: the, he was gonna like I think the receptionist was gonna call the kid's parent and. I think As if the parents were gonna care, they're probably just like the kids, like. Our dad's <laughs> quote from that was like, he was like, "I want to get out of here because I was I was thinking some guy like tattooed to the neck was gonna come up to him <laughs> to I, mean, no, I don't remember like, that. Oh my god! Something. No way. That but, probably would have been it. Like. But then the funny thing. Dad is will fight him like. <laughs> a few days later. And the holiday site in Wales, uh, there was, like, I think you guys had all gone off to the pool or something, and I was, like, I was a, I was a massive, like, fan of uh, the arcades and I everything, and, like, anything to do with screens and technology and gaming, and, like, at this point in my life, being a 10-year-old kid, so, um, I was in the arcade playing some, like, zombie shooter game, and then all of a sudden, I think I got, like, a tap on my shoulder, and I like, turned to my left, and there's one of them. And I turned to my right, and there's one of the other kids as well. Oh my god, I don't remember this part. Mm. So they actually
0: came up to you. They came up to me. And what did they do?
1: And I, I, was like, I was like in shock. And then they're like, Oh no, no, keep playing the game. And then so like stupid, like I don't know, like. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot. All <laughs> I, I was like, okay, and then I was like, keep playing the game. And then and then like they were like again, like so why would you get your dad after? I was like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Like and everything. And then like, I was like, I was starting to get like proper shaking and crying and everything and like i started going away and then i think um i i, I found dad like somehow i didn't we didn't do did we have phones at this point we did i don't know how we even found them so but, you found Dad in yeah. the arcade no and he was like the, oh. he must have been at the shop or something oh, okay. i think uh because i remember going to a shop and then told you told him about it and then he came back to the arcade with me to find him again oh dad <laughs> was literally the, on like a, two, a proper one, one kid was proper chubby i was like Going for the uh, oh, this is all coming back to me now, like a flood. Uh, the actual cheek of them for still going mm,
0: up to you after they after our dad literally already tried to go after them like that's
1: it, like do like, you also show kids don't learn the lesson <laughs> uh, at least Welsh kids anyway. wait so, uh, <laughs> what, what happened then <laughs> oh my god racist <laughs> what? Uh, but uh so yeah so dad and me go back into the arcade and there's uh there's like a Burger King in the arcade and I don't remember they were sound like. Uh, like Oreo crushums or something like McClory's essentially and I think the kid was waiting on one of them and then he saw us coming and like uh, it's like he started running out of the arcade and like security got involved as well but secur- oh my god I didn't know this story know, yeah. <laughs> oh
0: my god what I didn't know this part happened
1: no, s- security security got involved which is like a lady who was like you know kind of hefty like so she couldn't run at speed I don't know how the kid was she couldn't run
0: at speed the kid must have been, <laughs> for- <laughs> oh. must
1: have been like fearful for his life because he like took out of there like a like a bullet you know Um, but uh, anyway so we didn't catch the kid but I think I do think we had one of the kids so like I'm not sh- like that's where my memory goes foggy like did we find the two of them or just the one but I do know there was a chase and uh well yeah it was good enough to there was a chase it. at least we scared the shit out of one of them so
0: yeah. wow well, I actually forgot mm. how much dad probably went off for them like he yeah, was really dad, dad our watching backs. our backs mm. he had our backs like because we were literally fucking helpless <laughs> Wow. Well, <laughs> that was definitely a traumatic That's a time. Taste into our childhood. That was <laughs> that was some great. That sounds like you had a great time growing up with me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, bringing it back to the present day. Obviously, we're in fucking COVID nineteen. Go fuck yourself, coronavirus. Anyways, <laughs> shout out to Isaiah. who said, "Go fuck yourself, coronavirus." At her gig love it <laughs> <laughs> love or no she said fuck coronavirus and she just kept saying it over and over it was amazing so you are a key worker during this pandemic this is correct. you're working in a local supermarket mm-hmm. you're literally working well it feels like you're working every day but you're just working long hours making that money but i mean what's your overall thoughts about it at the moment like how are you finding it
1: i mean initially it was very very demanding uh i still remember i think it was a thursday the thursday before st patrick's day when the announcement came in that the schools were going to close in ireland and there was just like floods of customers like we have three or four aisles in the shop and we have five checkouts with like conveyor belts and down each aisle there was like a queue all the way down like the first half like because there's a split in the middle for the next Mm. So then, the first half of each of those four hours, there was just customers with trolleys. When do you panic feel? Buying. Yeah,
0: when did you notice the panic buying started? That was that was the day. Of start. What when was that? Now was that so, middle of March?
1: Um, that was so St. Patrick's Day was the seventeenth. Say that was a Tuesday. That was, would have been a Thursday, I think. Yeah.
0: Right, okay, because in London, like. The panic buying started like the start of March, even because like you know England was definitely delayed in its mm-hmm. restrictions compared to Ireland, and but people had already passed started panic buying. Like I remember I went like to Tesco. It was like second week of March, literally no pasta. I was like, saying what? <laughs> and there was no toilet roll. I was like, what is happening? Like why are people freaking out? Like, <laughs> <laughs> fast forward a month. Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, so
1: that was the Italian reaction as well. Oh God, Italy, man! I wanted,
0: I wanted to go to Rome this year so badly. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) It's actually so sad. Um. So yeah, I mean, what's like the? What are some of the craziest incidents then that you've experienced during this pandemic while you've been at
1: work? Um. Okay, so some haven't directly happened to me, but there was a lady who was asking for help from one of uh our managers, and she was looking for custard. And he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Let me show you where it is." And he went and like pointed it out to her, and she was like, "Keep a distance of two meters at all times." Oh, and she ran, <laughs> she ran out of the shop. She ran out of the shop. What the
0: <laughs> fuck? <laughs> nah, uh, oh, that's that's not okay. That's nah, not okay.
1: T- today I was, t- <laughs> I was I was asked why I wasn't wearing gloves. Oh no. Uh, and I thought it was gonna be a full-on like rant, complaint thing. Like you should so be. Why are this people and like that this? And everything. I I don't know. Like. She, she, in fairness to this lady she was like just for your own sake like I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying for me like so. it's just to protect you and I g- gave her the advice that we've been told is that the HSE which to any of our English listeners here is the, the like the equivalent to the NHS um, so health service executive they've told us that uh, wearing gloves for like retail workers um, like it's only effective if you're changing them after every transaction because otherwise germs and stuff are just going to build up on the surface of the gloves and then you could be possibly just passing on the infection so you told
0: treatment. her all
1: this yeah oh good. you had your facts I you need my, to have your facts already. for
0: these people honestly because they- the funny
1: thing is like when i'm confronted with like situations like that at work even though like, i have a picture in my mind of how i'll handle them and like the follow-up to them like i kind of panic at the same time and i can feel myself even over something simple like that kind of shaking like it's like oh, i've done something wrong like, you know what I mean?
0: But, like, it's really cheeky, though, for customers to come into a shop and start keys and stuff and things like that because, like, mm. what's going through your mind? There's a sense
1: of entitlement. Like, to you it, I
0: should think. know that clearly, like, the person, like, you should not, like, I know this at this point in my life. Like, I would never go to just a sales associate in a shop and expect them to be able to change the whole procedure of the whole company. Like, and it's just. <laughs> stupid people that yeah. think that that's the case but i don't know i have man. a great
1: story for that actually this is on coronavirus um, cr- yeah coronavirus related but <laughs> coronavirus. around around christmas time there we had like an elf on the shelf display
0: oh my god i remember this story yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell the story it's so funny so uh
1: there's a customer who came in and she uh came up to me and she's like sorry i'm just wondering you know your elf on the shelf display is there any way you could move that to a different part of the store? And I was like, um, "Why? Why would you like it moved?" Just out of curiosity, <laughs> and she goes to me. Uh, well, you see, I have a daughter who's on the cusp of not believing in Santa. Like the cusp of not believing in Santa, I don't know, like, like, roll, pretty much roll my eye, my eyes in my head. <laughs> And uh, she's like, you know, there's a security monitor thing toy that you have for sale, and she's starting to ask questions. And I just think, you know, for for her sake and for other kids' sake, <laughs> it'd be better if it was moved like to the back of the shop. And I was like. Like you, you do see the store, like we do have a lot of displays. Like it's Christmas time. There was stands up everywhere. Change like, your whole shop for my child. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. Oh man. And, That's uh, I like, I just I, was, I don't understand that. I just don't how does someone think like the
1: audacity of it, I know. It's but.
0: actually it's amazing, like the mindset of some people. Like like do you ever imagine yourself being a parent like that? Where you like oh, my child I'll doesn't be... believe in Santa I see this elf display in a shop. Let me go and ask this. Random staff member To change this elf display Purely for the fact That my daughter Is questioning Santa Like what? I don't know man
1: I'd be mortified like. Anyway I told her The the, the, the bog standard answer <laughs> Like I'll it's pass, Christmas i pass your comments On to management Like And I never did It's so. Christmas
0: Why can you not have An elf display Like what has that got to do With I Santa know, right? being real or fake
1: I know she's like And the, the, the child was nine which I feel like is an appropriate <laughs> That's age, an appropriate age. I break the news to her.
0: <laughs> Some mean. parents don't want their children to know Santa mm. isn't real. They'll never tell them, like, mm-hmm. ever. I know people that have been like that, their parents will not tell them that Santa's not real. They never tell them. <laughs> they want it to go on and on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. They just
1: want the magic to, to go on for Yeah, definitely
0: working in, like, retail, you definitely come across the crazy people that exist mm. in this world because
1: you've had some experiences in, in like tk max i'm sure too.
0: yeah i experienced some crazy customers to be honest in tk max that feels like so long ago now i can't even like remember i mean it's a memory that comes to mind this is kind of my fault but this lady's bag went off at the door and she was really annoyed that, it, that this happened because you know customers sometimes customers get really mad when the alarms beep So I went up to her, I took her bag, I brought it up to the till, I searched it, and she had two, like, she bought a pair of shoes. So I give her back the bag. I'm like, yeah, it's fine, don't worry, she goes out. And then later on that day, I think (laughs) she comes back. (laughs) And I'm on my break, and I get a call in the staff room, and it's just another sales associate, and she's like, Ashling, did you search a bag for a lady and only put one shoe back into the bag? (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) So I basically only put one shoe back. I hadn't put the two shoes back. And I was like, well, thank fuck. At least I wasn't down on the floor when that happened. Like she would have probably come up to me and, you know, got mad at me. Um, But anyways, come back down off my break. (laughs) I'm on the floor. And I hear someone behind me and they go, "Ashling," And it's the fucking customer. And she knows my name. (laughs) Because obviously she obviously heard them calling my name, like trying to get through to me to call me when I was in the staff room. And she's like, "You get." I don't even remember what she said now, but she was proper pissed off, and she was like, "You gave me one shoe," and I was like, "Oh, I'm just kept being like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, like I really am sorry." But she, like, you know, it's always like the worst people that you do it to as well. It's never the real nice people she's that like, you make mistakes. Do I look like an amputee? <laughs> this is the law of attraction. I swear, like the. People who are just negative and weird, they attract bad situations. Because, you know, most times when you have bad things happen, it's not with nice people. Like, imagine mm. she was just a regular nice bitch. I mean, in fairness, that obviously was bad that I did that. Like, I am I can understand why you'd be mad. But, you know, I would never go up to the... At the same yeah, like, job. I would mm. never go up to someone working in it. Like, oh, no. Like, I always try and be so nice to people working in, like, retail and stuff. Because, like, oh, like, it's just customers can be so nasty and i never ever want to like fall into that category mm, <laughs> so same, same. yeah um Wow well, <laughs> moving on i mean what's your outlook on the coronavirus
1: <laughs> well my outlook is Cause you're working every day so you don't yeah.
0: you're not really in isolation as much you're not probably like are you socially distanced from your colleagues I doubt it. not like, from my
1: colleagues yeah. i do make an effort around customers more because of like the thought of backlash because we have had like some customers like like i said earlier who, you know, have been like going to extreme distances, like oh, you should be social distancing, and then on the contrary, other I know other staff members like from the deli and stuff who've pointed it out to customers, like sorry, like just could you back up there like a bit, and they've had like such a bad reaction to it, and it's like they don't know that like it's, it's almost as if they don't know what's going on at the moment.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It seems like people are coming in extremes. Like some people mm, are like.
1: But I certainly have noticed in in the last week or so, a sort of relaxing of or, or like what's, what's the word for it like people being less compliant, mm. like wearing gloves or less uh, stressing about like sanitizing hands. Maybe that's just my own frame of mind, which is probably a bad thing. But like, uh, yeah, my overall outlook is that like it's pretty terrible. <laughs> like as in <laughs> as in what's happening to the world like i think yeah, we're fairly lucky is. here in ireland but like
0: ireland is definitely handling it way mm-hmm. more in like i mean i want to say much better than other countries are like it's actually kind of weird because coming home here i was shocked by the way it's handled here like it's not being handled like this in the uk whatsoever like it's like you can tell that there's a procedure in place here whereas like in the uk There's like no real Mm. proper procedure, and it's delayed as well. Sure, like they've only just recently put in like the you know like the strips of tape to show like the social distance. They only put that in like last week or something. Oh no way. Whereas it's been here probably since March. Like so. Yeah. 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 Um, When do you think it's gonna end, (laughs) scientist? You're a scientist, right?
1: Just uh, yesterday, the news came out that mass gatherings in Ireland of five thousand people or more have been banned until at least September. So that's all of the summer festivals pretty much gone like Altogether Now posted their cancellation notice today which is like the new EP where there's less kids essentially Uh, I think Longitude is pretty much gone now too there's still a question mark over EP I guess because it happens in September
0: it's actually pretty Um, (laughs) sad
1: and then I'm meant to be going to Primavera Sound in Barcelona uh, which was originally scheduled for um June bank holiday weekend uh but that got postponed to uh the end of August because of uh corona. Uh but there's still a massive question mark over that. Like anyone who has a ticket Yeah, like, there's a question mark. Gonna yeah,
0: there's a question mark literally over everything. Oh, sorry, this is actually depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I don't want to talk about coronavirus. I don't want to hear anything more about it but at the same time like fuck uh, like it's, it's like at the same time, yeah, yeah. Um yeah there's a question mark over literally everything i think that's the worst
1: part i I do wonder though like how things will be like when this is all over like especially like okay it's gonna social distancing and all is gonna take a while to like Mm.
0: i can't even remember what it feels like to be close to someone
1: like it feels weird in a way uh to get too close to someone these days uh but yeah like i think things like working from home will there'll be a big impact on that and and, of course, the economy is going to take a massive hit, too. Mm. So, Do you
0: think we'll be in the recession? Like,
1: I well? think so. I think so. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well. hate to break it to you first, guys. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, because I'm getting texts on my phone every morning, like, upskill now and beat the recession. Join our online courses. So like, <laughs> fuck off. Tell me there's a recession. Like, I don't need to hear this. Yeah. Ah. Um, right. Well, I mean, obviously, right now, nobody can travel, which is yeah nobody can travel so you're someone that loves to travel Mm -hmm. and I definitely wanted to talk to you about that I mean you mentioned like primavera festival which is where in Spain
1: it is in Spain in Barcelona yeah so I mean I
0: guess just kind of wanted to chat to you about um yeah about your travels really like and just you've traveled so much the past few years and I guess like you know Yeah, talk to me about
1: that. (laughs) Sure. Well, let me start things off. I can can list the countries. Yeah, where have you been? So, uh, obviously Ireland. Ooh, shout out. (laughs) uh, The UK, France, Spain, Germany, um, Hungary, Portugal, China, uh, Italy. And I think that's it. Did I say Spain?
0: Wait, so that's all the countries you've been. That's all the countries I've been Have to. Have you lived in some more? China. I
1: think, yeah, I said China. Oh, sorry. I was just, <laughs> just focused focus on counting them because yeah. I
0: Okay, so that's nine. You've been to nine countries in yeah. your life. Yeah, 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 I don't even know how many I've been to to be honest, but but the thing is if you've done more because you went to Asia. but I feel like you go back to the same places yeah, and stuff yeah, 'cause you've yeah, like you know yeah, people yeah. there and everything. Um, oh, I
1: forgot the Netherlands and Belgium airport. But
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's ten then. Yes, yeah. All right, okay, cool. Okay, so I kind of want to just know, what's your best and worst travel stories? Hmm. <laughs> you can start with which one do you want
1: to start I'll with? Start with the best one. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I've kind of got like a multiple uh, a couple I'll go through like a couple of the ones that <laughs> <Sorry>. I can... <laughs> Sorry. Ashley's just correcting my no. mic. Mike <laughs> my Oscar. mic isn't good enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Definitely, my hands down, like my best experience traveling would have been Ziga Festival in Budapest in twenty seventeen. Um, like definitely the best holiday I've had ever. Because if for, so, for anyone who doesn't know that Ziga Festival takes place in Budapest in Hungary, uh, on an island, uh, and it's seven days of just pure debauchery, mu- music, <laughs> debauchery, da- dancing. Uh, arts and crafts like there's like a whole like culture side to it thing as well and like then obviously you have the amazing city of Budapest to experience too so you've got like you're spoiled for choice like you can't go wrong and the weather is perfect like when i was there it was in the low 30s which is like scorching hot for me i remember standing like in the queue to get in and like waiting for like an hour like to go about 50 meters which is insane um but yeah, definitely <laughs> the best experience because not only was it like a great just like time to be with friends and everything, but I also like actually made so many connections with other people there too, both Irish, Australian. Um, I mean, there was I was in this group, uh, like a camping group, and uh, I actually met up with them then in Madrid, uh, the, uh, for New Year's Eve that that same year in twenty seventeen. Uh, So, meaning, like, all those new people was insane. Because, you see, originally, I thought I was going to go by myself. And then a bunch of my friends from Dubboin, like, jumped on the bandwagon too. So, I ended up going with them and kind of doing my own thing as well for half the time. (coughs) Coronavirus! got me. Corona's got me.
0: (laughs) Actually, sorry, can I just interrupt? The last time I was in dance class, someone coughed. This is back in, like, I think the start of March, like, when Corona... It was starting to become more of a thing, but it wasn't a serious, serious thing like it was. And someone coughed in the class and the teacher just jumped right and was like, coronavirus! <laughs> or, no, or no, no, no. She <laughs> just... No, she... I don't think she... Actually, no, sorry. She, like... She, like, j- ran away from him as soon as he coughed. It was really funny at the time. But yeah. that was, like, that was way before anything started. But, yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah,
1: we, we've had that happen in work, too. You know, like, especially in the first few weeks when everyone coughed, anyone ever coughed or sneezed. We'd all go, like, ah! Oh, yeah, like, that was huge.
0: when it was a joke, yeah, you know? Was joke. That was when it was shit wasn't real. It's like, what was it? Um, it's like, it's all shits and giggles until someone giggles and then shits. <laughs> that's literally what coronavirus is. But, yeah, so... Yeah, so that was a
1: good good festival.
0: Yeah, I remember you talking about that at the time. Mm -hmm. You really made me want to go to it. Still haven't gone. Um, (laughs) Don't know when I'll be going now. (laughs) By the time this coronavirus is over, I'm going to be fucking like 30. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Literally though.
1: So that's definitely probably my best experience. My other like uh, most favourite experience, travelling, most favourite, great use of the English language there, Michael. Uh, (laughs) Third person. (laughs) Uh. Uh, going to Barcelona for the first time actually by myself this was like proper by myself this time to see the Rolling Stones uh, which at at the time and I still am but like at the time I was like a big fan of theirs like it, it was on my bucket list to go see them for two years and then they announced their European leg of, leg of the tour that they were doing but they skipped over Dublin of course because like you know no one cares about us <laughs> Little guys in Dublin. <laughs> yeah, people always forget Dublin. Yeah. I'm so happy I didn't I, move to London. I think the reason why I was like, it's, it's hard to, I think it was something to do with Croke Park, which is like our big stadium here. Like the Croke Park wanted too much money from the stones. Not like the stones are like loaded or anything. Like, of course they are. But uh, anyway, went to Barcelona by myself, stayed in the hostel, met some amazing people. Shout out to uh, the well she was originally called that fucking panda oh yeah she, now she's called like cra- i remember crowd surfing panda because i think she's trying to promote herself more yeah have, she's more a girl and she dressed more.
0: as a panda and she would go to all music festivals mm-hmm. yeah she's yeah. met
1: like snoop dogg uh, like Holy a couple shit. of times and everything you should look her up on instagram uh that fucking panda or that crowd surfing panda
0: I think. <laughs> that fucking yeah. panda or that crowd surfing panda um, <laughs> it's either one of them guys uh
1: yeah um, <laughs> but uh so met her met her in the hostel and went to the gig with her and we had like a bit of trouble getting in because at the time spain had like or barcelona i think specifically had experienced like a terrorist attack a few months beforehand so like um this was or no i think it was the ariana grande concert in manchester that
0: was yeah that was 2017 yeah yeah, yeah. that's
1: what, what happened so they actually had put in like stricter measures for all festivals and everything I think there had been an incident in Barcelona as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so because she had a massive helmet like for the panda yeah. suit, they they, uh, they didn't want her to bring that in with her because they thought like that she could have lined it with explosives or something. I, I <laughs> Imagine a um,
0: terrorist panda!
1: So we got but... there, we got there in plenty of time because she had to like get her ticket off someone because her brother had bought the ticket for her as well. And then we're actually queuing to get in, and then we encountered the problem that they wouldn't let her in. With the the suit on, they're like, you have to put this in a locker and everything. So then she she like put on like her the the crying face and like uh, said, you know it's my birthday and everything and like you, you have to let us in. And eventually you got the, the the like chief security guard got through to his supervisor and said like, okay you can get in, but you can't wear the mask. Okay, you can't. So you can get in, but you like you can't wear the panda <laughs> head. And she's like, yeah yeah that's fine. And she's like, you yeah, no, no, like fuck that. Like of course we're gonna wear the panda. <laughs> that's the whole reason she brought it Um, but yeah no, the stones were incredible met a bunch of cool people actually recently met up at one in Dublin uh, from the hostel like an Indian guy so Mm -hmm. uh, that's definitely my uh, two of my favourite memories travelling both Budapest and Barcelona as for my worst um, probably like it's not like they stand out as being terrible experiences but I would have to be. Oh well, like I said earlier, like uh, the story in Wales, that was pretty bad. (laughs) But like, I guess that was so long ago, it probably doesn't count anymore. Uh, but definitely when I went to Madrid, there was some stuff going on in my life. Uh, where things were like kind of up in the air. Like I was kind of going through a phase of depression and everything. Uh, so it was very, it was kind of hard to mingle with people. So I found it very, very tough. I had also gone on my own like, to, to meet all these people from Ziggert Festival who I had gotten on with so well um, so I felt like you know I should be able to mingle with these people but I was finding it so difficult and then I was also meeting people in the Netherlands who I had met in Ziggert as well and again it was like a, a two week long holiday and by the end of it like I was so ready to come home because you know it had just like really taken it out of me like I was in Amsterdam for six days by myself and I didn't really get to experience like the, the full Amsterdam experience like there, mm-hmm. there was some people I met in a hostel that were like very nice and everything and I, I'm like really grateful for that but after they left because they were on their own journeys like um, it was pretty tough for me Um, the other thing was when I went to Germany Uh, the only time I went to Germany uh, we did, we had, like, I was 16 and it was like an exchange, and it's like my, my first drinking holiday, you could say. Oh, and, like, yeah! Oh my god, I remember the that. drink, like, really affected me badly. Like, as mm. in, and like, drinking itself was fine and everything. Don't think I got sick once, woohoo! <laughs> but, like. The hangovers started to build up day Wait, after. Wait, I think day. you
0: told me that you got sick in the snow or something when you went to Germany. No, like.
1: my friend got sick in a taxi, and some of it got into the back of my hood. Oh, I thought I could have um, sworn
0: you said you were like you literally had to get uh, out in the snow and get sick. Or something.
1: N- <laughs> no, I, basically for all listeners, uh, I pissed myself in the back of my hood. Oh uh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. It wasn't I, that he got sick, moments. guys.
0: He didn't get sick. Yeah. He just he just pissed himself. You know, Oopsie. I mean, I mean. <laughs> I think, well, like, but look, we all make
1: mistakes. <laughs> uh, and the, the main thing is, I didn't get caught. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, that's literally all that matters. Um, or a taxi man. I think everyone has pissed themselves while drunk, right? Right? <laughs>
1: that's a yes. Yeah, no, because I Some honestly. Some people nodded their heads No, back. I
0: have a memory of it happening to me. And it's, like, funny because I'm like, I don't fully know if it happened because I was obviously so drunk. But I just remembered. The- <laughs> I just remembered the warm sensation. <laughs> <So> I'm <laughs> like, it must have happened. It must have happened. <laughs> wow. Right. It's like, you, that's, that's literally what happens to you when you first start drinking, like your yeah. teenage years. And that was you literally when
1: I was like 18. I, I used to say to myself, I know my limits. I know my limits. <laughs> limits. Like, limits did the I limit know. does not exist. <laughs> exist.
0: The limit does not exist. <laughs> right. Well, Michael, thanks for sharing them stories because, you know, yeah there's actually some really valuable information on that and i think it's very mm. important to note that like it doesn't really matter where you go because you kind of do bring yourself wherever you are you know you go somewhere you feel great you have a great time you go somewhere you don't feel good you might not have a great time you know and it's like it's kind of the whole like quote it's, like yeah. you can't really escape and yourself no matter what yeah you, you can't escape
1: yourself yeah and you go, you have to be yourself too yeah like uh um, because my most recent like holiday was uh, to Spain for a Primavera Festival, which hopefully fingers crossed goes ahead this year, but you know, it mightn't. Uh, but uh, that was last year. I got to see like Pons, Tame Impala, Mac DeMarco, all great artists uh, that you should check out. Um, but uh, yeah, again, went by myself, met people through a WhatsApp group, and had a great time. And it was at a time where like I wasn't feeling hundred percent, but. But actually, all worked out for the best, and I'm still in touch with a few of those people now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Goes to the show. Just be yourself. Yeah, I think that's actually
0: out. really important. And honestly, like, because, especially if you're not feeling great, you'll think, like, oh, I should put on an axe or whatever. But if you kind of just let yourself be how you're feeling, you might notice that you might actually start to feel better, you know? Because the people around you will kind of, mm-hmm. I guess, like, you almost feed off their energy if you just mm-hmm. be yourself...
1: And, and if you're around I, and I think when you, when you're in those situations where like you're actually feeling good and everything, you should you should remember that there might be people around you that like aren't maybe doing so well, and like if you can be like like a, a helpful like branch to them to like get them talking and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. just in general, even when you're traveling or just with mates in general, so. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Actually, shout out to Robin, because Robin definitely does that. Mm. Like, when we went to 100%. Bada Kassim Festival in the summer, Robin literally would go up to, like, every, just, like, you know, person that was by themselves, looking a little bit lost, being like, are you okay? Like, are do you, you okay, want to join panel? our group? Like, do you need any help? Like, do you want me to call your friends for you? Like, she's literally, like, amazing. Like, she's always looking out for people that she doesn't even know. Like, it's unreal. So... <clears throat> moving on <laughs> what was what do you think this is just a one word maybe answer but what what's been your biggest fuck up while you, well actually maybe it's not one word but what's been your biggest fuck up while traveling
1: oh <laughs> okay hmm <laughs> oh my biggest fuck up okay I know that for sure like, <laughs> is,
0: <laughs> you know is it for sure guys <laughs>
1: um yeah it was I just need to recall my thoughts for a second. But, uh, I'm pretty sure it was during that Germany holiday because it was on the last day and we were like on our way to the airport, maybe on one of their double decker trains. <laughs> and keep in mind, my German was like in beginner stages at this stage. Like, I, I was pretty good for my age, but like, I didn't know all the words. Uh, so, went to use the bathroom. And they have like, of course, like the buttons for you know, open door, closed door, and locked door, all in, <laughs> all in German. Where is um, this going? Some people might see where this is going. Like, <laughs> I go in, uh, managed to close the door. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to take a piss here. So I took my trousers off. well not like you know off but you (laughs) know he took them fully off you know how that's how michael (laughs) pees he
0: takes all his clothes off
1: (laughs) shoes and all uh but uh yeah uh was at that stage anyway and then i was like wait did i lock the door and i was like i have three buttons to choose from here i'm i'm also colorblind by the way so that may have affected my choice but (gasps) all the buttons were labeled in german so i was like maybe this one and of course, the door just opened to about twenty people on the train looking at me, me panicking, with like just my boxers like there. Like, thankfully, my boxers weren't down at this stage because I had like some sense in my hungover state. But like, yeah, uh, pretty embarrassing. And then, oh my god! So straight away, I was like, oh fuck! I, Like, closed it. But like, it took. Wait, me, so are you sitting on the Three seconds. No, no, no.
0: But you were standing there. I was or... standing
1: over, like, my trousers on my ankles. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> Yeah. My God! So people were literally staring at you, like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ah! I was like,
0: <laughs> that is actually so funny.
1: What? The yeah. fuck? So the, the door closed anyway, and then I still I was like, okay, maybe it locks by itself. And then I was literally just about to start peeing, and then the door opens again, and it's a woman standing there. Because <laughs> I the never hell? locked it. Oh my God! So yeah, yeah.
0: Jesus fucking Christ.
1: Uh, And then there was, like, a really awkward just moment where we were both, like, staring at each other. And I was like, no, no. And I was like, (laughs) close the door again. And then I, by process of elimination, found out how to lock the door. So, yay for me.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, no, like, when you travel is... I just feel like you're going to have awkward and embarrassing shit happen like that, you know? Mm. Like, especially when you can't understand the language, like... Because... I don't know, like... Even when I was in Spain last year, I asked for, like, I don't even know what... I, I was in some sort of, like... I don't even know what it was. Like, a shop kind of cafe place. I asked for, like... I don't even know. I think it was, like, iced coffee. And she gave me, like, lemon slushy or something. Because <laughs> she obviously didn't understand me. And, and then she got so pissed off when I asked her. Like, sorry, that's not what I ordered. <laughs> and it's like... Jesus, but i feel like you know spanish people sometimes well in my experience when i was in spain like they're not afraid to show you how they feel they're,
1: they are very expressive yeah. but
0: just awkward things happen to you when you travel and you kind of just have to embrace it like you know what happened to you is just a funny story you now mm-hmm. ultimately because mm-hmm. you know fuck those people like you don't even know like people that saw you like that mm-hmm. like you're never gonna see them again yeah, so yeah. like everything bad that happens is literally a funny story i'm sorry but that's just how i have to see it because
1: the other thing that comes to mind actually is when I was at Zigit and I went up to a bar and I had like a, a diamond stud on my forehead and actually, yeah, this was pretty bad. Uh, first of all, first of all, they're like, oh, are you a fairy? And at, <laughs> at the time I didn't realise they meant the slur for like a gay person. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally a fairy and everything. I was like, laughing <laughs> along with them and they were uh, oh, like, talking in uh, Hungarian and everything. And anyway, I got charged for breakfast. This is at like 7am on, on a beach bar and with like a couple of Australians and, and a few people from the Netherlands that I've just met like that day. And we, we were having, having a great time everything. So I'd gone up to get them breakfast. And it took me like 10 minutes because I paid for it and my phone was dead. And the way things worked on the island was like you topped up a prepaid card. So it was a cashless festival um so i tapped it to pay and it would show your balance on your phone but my phone was dead so i couldn't do that and it would also show your last transactions and everything so i was saying like oh, yeah i paid to the girl and he was like no you didn't like you have to pay again for or else you don't get the food and i was like no i definitely paid like and uh basically i didn't go full karen mode, <laughs> i didn't go full karen shout the, out the martin ma- the manager got brought to me and I was like, I definitely pay for it because I remember the amount and everything that it was charged and I tapped the card and I heard the thing beep. And uh he was like there was some exchange between them and Hungarian again. He's like, Okay, fuck off with your food then. Like I was told by the manager. So just to show. I don't know, like um yeah. Not not the nicest experience, but aside from that, Ziggit was ten out of ten. <laughs> definitely do it. Wow.
0: Well. What country that you've been and had the nicest people? Would you say?
1: Mm, probably the Netherlands.
0: Ooh, shout out the Netherlands! Yeah. You go, Netherlands!
1: Definitely. Uh, Germany too, but the Netherlands. I think it helps that they're also like good looking, <laughs> because like like seriously, everyone is like blonde hair or like brown hair. And you'll have like perfect faces and everything It's like crazy I was recently there in February And like I was on the metro and everything And I couldn't help but notice like the the people around me Oh (laughs) my gosh I was like Irish people do not look this good Nah
0: like (laughs) Irish people I'm, I'm I'm sorry Even in London Sorry Irish people In London like every day I'm just shook by the the just the sheer attractiveness of everyone that I walk by, and I'm like, wow, like it's just maybe it's just because we don't live in like you know the center of Dublin, but we just maybe because we're used to seeing the mm. same people all the time where we're from. But like, nah, I'm sorry, what am I even trying to say? Like, sorry, London just completely stands out uh, in terms of
1: what immediately people. stood out to me. The London. guys
0: in London, like, holy fuck, man, <laughs> everyone move to London if you're trying to get over someone, move to London. I'm sorry, just move to London. <laughs>
1: What immediately stood out to me about like London people was um, the sense of style and the way yeah. they dress. It's, it's, it's like yeah, everyone it's, has their yeah. own sort of getup, yeah. which I find like really interesting, and and the, and the variation in accents as well is is quite cool. Like uh, I do like the London accent, but the Dutch accent takes priority. I think I, I love when I hear people talking Dutch. It's like the coolest language. Ever, yeah, um,
0: my friend I am Shout out to Aya. Uh, <laughs> I love shouting people out.
1: Episode four.
0: Um. Yeah, he was episode four. Holy fuck, man. That feels <laughs> like forever ago now, Jesus. But um. yeah, he grew up in the Netherlands. So oh, yeah, that's he'd right. be happy yeah. to hear that you're calling them the nicest yes. uh, people of the places you've been. But what country had the meanest people, the rudest people that you've been to, if you had a big one? <laughs> mm. Well, here we
1: go one moment that sounds like this doesn't reflect the the overall experience i had there but china there was one time <laughs> china sound like Trump. Not sorry it's just funny because
0: but... i've actually been to china as well uh, we, we both went on the same school trip mm-hmm. to china not in the same year but different years but our school just did like a school trip to china and so I just find it funny because, you know, I'm just, I'm thinking of your like last three years of traveling, but yeah. in reality, you've actually been this, traveling. This to... was
1: uh seven years ago now. Just, just over seven years ago. That's yeah. insane. What that's, the hell, that's man? Crazy. That's crazy. Um, But we were on the Great Wall of China and there's loads of people there trying to sell their wares to you, like little,
0: oh God, yeah. little
1: monuments of the yeah. wall and like, I guess, postcards and everything. And they're like, hey, hey, look, 10-1, uh, 21. So no, you
0: there's... think they're the rudest people you've met, the Chinese?
1: Uh, don't be putting words in my mouth, actually. Okay? Well, I said I'm, to you, I'm, get- I'm getting to the point, okay? So, they, they, uh, <laughs> they were trying to sell these and everything, and we were just like, no, 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 thank you, and everything. And then one guy just started going, Taurus cons, Taurus cons. Oh like, my uh, god! <laughs> we were just like, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> it's like he doesn't. It's like he probably thinks when he's saying cons that it means like, I don't know, like, dumb tourist or something. When in reality, he's a and like one of the worst words. Although, let me just say that I don't think that word should be as bad as it's made out to be, because in reality... It is demonized, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. but it's like, people say dickhead all the time, and they don't think that's as bad. True, yeah. So in reality, if you think that... Even I can't say it (laughs) now. If you think think that content is a bad word, well, maybe you're a little bit... Or if you think it's the worst word of all, maybe you're a little bit sexist, okay? (laughs) Anyway! (laughs) Moving swiftly on... So, let's take it to the topic of (laughs) online dating, Michael, because you are an avid fan of online dating.
1: Uh, You could say that. You could say that, (laughs) Ashley, yeah. I mean... I, I don't you have, had your experiences I don't have A huge amount of success <laughs> On these platforms But when just I Does anyone? Does <laughs> anyone Yeah that's the question
0: Well Shakira My friend Shakira does Shout hey. out to Shakira and Jonathan yeah. Whoop.
1: Well done Um Yeah w- what's your question?
0: Well basically I wanna <laughs> I've literally written down How's that going for you right now? <laughs> How's that going for you? How's online dating going for you right now?
1: Well uh pre pre lockdown uh I actually got talking to someone on Tinder. Uh oh, yeah.
0: I can already see this story going down wrong, yeah. <laughs> going to
1: So um she is a Brazilian who's working as an au pair here in Dublin. And uh essentially she came home from Paris about a week before I started or before I matched with her on Tinder and because the family she's working for was afraid that she had the coronavirus uh, like by some chance and because they had a small baby as well they were like we need to move out of the house for a week so they gave her the house for like 10 days or something or two she thought it was going to be two weeks um so 10 days two weeks or something like that um so she she like casually mentioned like yeah i'm here all alone like uh in my house because my family's gone or my, my working family's gone because they think i have coronavirus and i was like oh <laughs> here here's an opportunity like, <laughs> <Michael>. <laughs> so um yeah i got talking i was like yeah so i'm, I'm like off work at five th- tomorrow so like if you want to hang out We can, uh, you know, bit of Netflix and chill or something. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) does that still exist? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's quarantine and chill now. Yeah, quarantine and chill. Uh, But, um, so yeah, uh, made my way by public transport over (laughs) to her place, which took me fucking like two hours, really needs to get, learn to drive, but anyway, uh, I wonder how long that would have taken in London because, like, with the tubes and everything, it's so it's so much handier. Yeah, yeah. honestly, because I feel like you can get from one side of London to the other. Even like, traveling anywhere parts. in Ireland
0: right now, I'm like, why would I fucking bother? Mm. <laughs> like, literally everything just
1: feels. Everything's so, qu- kind of unreliable, like. Well, uh, well, yeah. services. No, you know, it it yeah. feels really unreliable mm. to be honest. Um. Anyway, made my way over there. Had a bit of trouble finding the house because it was like apartment complexes, so like. Google Maps took me to like a spot that was to to the right of where it should be. And then I noticed the numbers on the door. I was like, Oh okay, okay. And I was walking along, sort of checking my phone, like at the right address and then I looked up and then she was outside the door. So yeah. Um uh so yeah. We sort of got talking. There was a bit of a language small bit of a language barrier. I feel like
0: you always end up with girls that have a language barrier, (laughs) Michael. he likes culture. girls but he can't understand basically <laughs> he's like i don't need you to talk to me like i don't need that i just <laughs> okay that was a joke yeah. that was a joke well is it a joke i don't know you no, can try it's... and cover yourself there
1: <laughs> right right no no that's that's not true in the slightest i hope uh but he yeah, likes exotic girls <laughs> it, was, it was it was a little awkward at first because uh i, I started to think that she had like no english or something uh, and I brought over, like, two bottles of wine. And I was like, you know... <laughs> he comes prepared. Yeah, because like, uh, you know one is never enough. Cause, uh, yeah. <laughs> as, as we were discussing earlier, before we started this podcast, like, wine bottles are deceptive.
0: One wine bottle will be gone mm. within three glasses, lads. I'm, I'm telling you now. Yeah, Just be yeah. careful when you're trying to plan for... I don't even know. you got to savour it. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, like, I, I was having, like, a bit of a... Not, not a panic attack, because I, I don't really have them. But it was more... Like just being like, I think the nerves were getting to me a bit as I came in because I don't usually do that. I usually meet up with someone like for drinks or for food or something like that and take it from there, but like not going over to their house. He's um, not like that, you know. Um, yeah, I don't be doing them booty calls.
0: <laughs> he's not like other girls, he's not <laughs> like other boys. He doesn't do no booty calls, <laughs> but he came prepared with two bottles of wine.
1: So. That's it, that's it. <laughs> Um, but no, that quickly the awkwardness quickly like left the room because the, so. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> the, the two bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah. Because the two bottles. Literally. She also made some food. She had like uh, chicken stroganoff, which is <laughs> what the yeah.
0: fuck. She's Michael? A Brazilian and she's cooking chicken stroganoff. You know, guys, so, it's I'm, kind of funny because Michael's basically like a boy version of me. Like he, like as he probably have told mean as you've probably you know Deciphered come boy. to the decipherage. That's a good word by now. Like it's just I don't know I feel like your life is basically just the male version of my life in a way, um just I the d- experiences that you have like the mm. people that you meet.
1: I do I do get told that quite a bit from your your friends in London anyway.
0: What they tell you that yeah, you're the boy you're version. You're essentially
1: of- the boy version. Of- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: they're
1: like there's subtle differences, but essentially. Both
0: yeah, the same. like because when you're talking to me, I'm like, wait, what? And then yeah. I'm like, wait, this is how people <laughs> react to me when I tell them about my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's Funny.
1: Um, so yeah, we kind of we just hit it off. Uh, as I was saying, chicken stroganoff, which apparently is popular in Brazil, with with crisps, like they throw in like little fries, or I don't know, maybe that was just her like take on it, like throwing in little, like chipsticks. Or oh my god! It's actually nice Wait, potato chipsticks? No, like it was uh, like some sort of little brand or something. Oh yeah. Jesus like, no! Was, <laughs> like, I'm, s- I'm s- joking. Really salted potato chipsticks crisps. are
0: unreal. They get yeah. stuck in your teeth though, but they're yeah. unreal. Oh, I don't know, Chris. Oh, I Well, they're, no, they're no t- cut, Well, honky dories don't. Yeah, but potato chipsticks especially gets mm. stuck in your teeth. Mm. But yeah, so yeah.
1: Um, so we watched. Was it Love Is Blind? Oh on Jesus Netflix? Christ!
0: That show, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, this... so I had already seen the first episode. Wait, so when? Is, when? It,
0: what day did this happen on?
1: Like, because that's very really recent. It was a day or two
0: before quarantine. Took place. No, it was a
1: day or two after Saint Saint Patrick's Day. So like oh. 18th or 19th of March.
0: But quarantine had already started. No, qu-
1: like okay. Like social distancing had. Right. But, but <laughs> you
0: were lock- not socially distancing. <gasps> no, lockdown, lockdown Shame on you.
1: <laughs> lockdown started at least a week after.
0: Right. Yeah, uh-huh. anyway. Wait, so were you like thinking, oh shit, I shouldn't be doing this with social distancing now?
1: Um, well, I'll get to why I think that now, but.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: So stay tuned because uh, <laughs> it's going to get exciting. Uh, anyway, so we're watching that I'd already seen the first episode Because one of my friends uh, Shout out to Andre Had shown me it He's like, man, this is the funniest show ever Like, they they, they can't see uh, The person that they're talking to And they have to, like, go on a It sounds a like a great
0: idea uh, But it's, oh my god, yeah. sorry That show Guys, did anyone actually think that show was good? Like, obviously it was Entertainable, but like
1: Leave a comment down below And we'll get back nah, to No, like, then. literally,
0: <laughs> like I'll post it on my story and just <laughs> comment to me and tell me if you actually thought it was a good idea because honestly, no, like that show just, I mean, I made a whole podcast episode about it being like, it just made love look as if it's not even like, a like love is, it's more, okay. You know what? I'm not even going to start talking. Just go <laughs> back and listen to my episode called Love is a Scam if you want to know my real thoughts on Love is Blind, but carry on. Uh,
1: yeah. So we're watching that anyway and it was getting late into the night. <laughs> uh, and I'm not gonna go into like exquisite detail here, but family. Yeah, one thing led to another, and uh, <laughs> detail. Yeah, we we let's just say we got through the pretty much one and a half bottles of wine. So
0: the next half was for the, the morning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, why you buy two was, guys. That was the plan, anyway. Uh, but finally got to sleep, and I have troubles like sleeping at like. In a stranger's bed. Really? Uh, Usually. uh, Really? uh, Or or like when I'm next to someone else. But um, what happened was, remember how I said the family had left for... Uh, fear that she had coronavirus.
0: Yeah, so you remember that?
1: Right. <laughs> fuck so no! At please 9 no! Please no. Morning, no! Please no! We hear a key turning oh, in the Jesus door. Oh Jesus Christ, Michael! And it turns out the dad had come home. Oh no! To start painting the hallway <laughs> of the tiny apartment that we were staying in. Oh Jesus Christ! I still have anxiety about this whole experience. Oh my god! I think about it. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> so what happened was we heard that we both like looked at each other like because she had said to me the night before like "Mm, i think they're coming home in two days (laughs) maybe tomorrow (laughs) uh i was like probably not tomorrow right and she's like i don't know
0: (laughs) how how did she react when she heard him in the house was,
1: uh,
0: was she freaking were you freaking out more or was she freaking out
1: more I think we were both on the same level. Okay, yeah, that's, that's good. Because yeah. for for a minute, I thought she, she might not like be. She wasn't like ultra panicking, but we were yeah. both a bit freaked. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he was like, he, uh, he was walking around for like a good five minutes or so, um, and then he like knocked on her door and like, uh, <laughs> so like I she like or, or I think no no she she went out to meet him and she like threw me under the covers. Um. <laughs> but uh basically we ended up in there for about two hours as uh, first we were wondering like why is he home like what what's he doing is he gonna leave or what and he started to paint like we could hear him like rolling out like plastic to cover the carpet in the hallway <laughs> and when we figured out like he was painting so like he he, he, he skype called the wife and he's like oh, how's my darling boy <laughs> Oh, <Jesus laughs> so this is her,
0: this is uh, a family that she was au pairing for like yeah, it's not her family even yeah. it's a family she's au pairing for okay
1: and, uh, like the, so the, so Jesus, I'd be shitting myself. I know, Fuck. I know. I was like, "There's no way I'm getting out of here," um, because like he was painting the hallway, and uh, as you know from this is how I describe it, the crack den that you lived in, right? <laughs> yeah. Which was like a setup. I lived
0: in a crack den, guys. We all know 2019.
1: Which was a setup where like every bedroom opens out into the hallway. There's no like corners or anything. There's like no that.
0: corners to yeah. hide, guys. So <laughs>
1: if you're coming out, you're getting spotted by whoever's yeah, in the Yeah, you you're
0: you're, co- you're getting yeah. spotted,
1: yeah. <laughs> so uh he was painting there and it looked like you know, you know what i mean you know how painting is it goes on for at least an hour maybe two depending on how thorough you're gonna be um so yeah i was like shit, this is the end of me I like and to make things worse it wasn't like she had just like brought someone over like a, a boy over it was like she brought someone over during the coronavirus when like the whole reason they left was Out of fear that she had it, oh geez, and then she's, Jesus she's bringing a foreign body oh, literally no. into the apartments yeah. without their permission. So I was like, This is not gonna end well. So, what was the outcome? So, the outcome was uh, he asked her to like empty her washing, uh, and I hid in the wardrobe. Oh my god, Michael! In the wardrobe. Uh, No, he didn't come in, but it was just a precaution. But, like, yeah, and it was, like, I just about fit in. And, like, the door was, like, kind of creaking open and everything. Like, it was it was fine, the odd noise that I'd make when she was in the room. But I was, like, I cannot make a noise while, like, she's not in the room. Because, like, it's going to be a day. Yeah. And, uh, and my stomach kept groaning. Because, like, when I'm, when I'm, like, under stress, I think my stomach does start to groan. Oh my so, God. like, I was, like, oh, he better not hear this.
0: <laughs> I'm literally, like, scared yeah. listening to this.
1: I know, right? So um hiding there and she's going out to do the washing and I'm like okay better not make a sound because if he comes in I'm totally fucked. Uh so uh, she comes back in, closes the door and everything and then she's like okay you got to stay in the wardrobe from now on just in case he comes in because you never know. With, I was like okay but can I keep the doors open because my legs are killing me and I was like she's like yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, because like the way the way the room was set up you couldn't see me when the doors were open. Um if you just came in, like, the, the first step or so. But, anyway, um, that went on. So, I was in that room with her for about an hour and a half, which actually went by really quickly because of the stress, like...
0: An hour and a half. Yeah,
1: and, like, we weren't doing anything. We were just, like, being completely silent and just thinking, how the fuck is this going to work? And I was literally saying to her, I better, um... I better get out of here. Like I, I mean I better just we better just confess. We better go, Hey, look, this is yeah this is what happened because there was no way out of it or something or come up with some kind of believable story. Oh, it was just a friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um But we got lucky in the sense that um she went out to check one time and he wasn't in the hallway. So she came running she opened the front door and she came running back in just like go 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 i was like wait where's my bag because she had moved my bag (gasps) holy shit and like it was like behind the wardrobe or something there at this stage and i know i I, grabbed the bag like step out really quickly and like and and there's plastic on the floor so like that was gonna make noise and like i was aware of the fact that like there was two sets of footsteps going but somehow anyway didn't get caught got out ran down the stairs got out of there my heart was like (laughs) <laughs> jesus Christ. holy shit man. never been in a situation like that
0: oh my god
1: um, makes for a good story but at least you few, got out know, like the next few days i was like oh my god i can't believe i was in a situation like that like and then thinking about it literally made me like that anxiety feeling like kick in which is you know
0: crazy. You must have felt great though when you got out and you're like fuck yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fuck like yeah. cuz to be honest, even when you get caught in general, like even if it's a situation where say like it's just the person's parents are there, like and it's obviously not going to be as bad, but it's still awkward as fuck like <laughs> one time I tried to hide. <laughs> no, once, th- you know when especially when it's like the person that you're with, they're like, "Oh yeah, like don't worry, just like, you know, hide, it's fine." So this person that I was with, they were like, yeah, just, just hide in my room, it'll be fine, they won't, like, they won't, just as long as they don't see you in the room, it's fine. So his mom literally comes in the room, opens the door, and I literally just like, y- no, <laughs> I'm trying to retrace myself, <laughs> he's like, because he, he keeps leaving the room going out to his mom, whatever, talking to her, that's fine. But then at one point she's like coming towards the room. So he's like, just hide behind the door. So I go behind the door and she like literally opens the door, starts talking to him. And then she literally just goes, I can see you. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> and I'm like, it's so I, awkward. So I, I just, I just come out from behind the door like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> she literally just stares at me like <laughs> she literally just stares at me it's the most uncomfortable oh. thing, and then she just leaves the room like, <laughs> and then I'm like, What in the fuck? Like, why was I hiding behind the door? That's so awkward. Like, am I like you know, she probably wouldn't have minded if I was just like, Hi, and just in his room, but <laughs> the thought that I was hiding, like, nah, yeah. that's why guys never go to other people's houses, let them come to you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, anyways. Um, so I just wanted to know, like, what's the <laughs> Actually, after this story, I feel like this is gonna be. What's the weirdest girl you've met on a dating app?
1: Right, <laughs> it would probably be the girl that on the second date revealed that she was a bit of a kleptomaniac. <laughs> My God! Or, or Guys, be. I
0: haven't even heard these stories. I'm like just hearing them for like, the first time. She
1: used to, or or I think still does, steal stuff from pennies. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, and I just got some very sort of dodgy vibes off her she had recently been to electric picnic festival and was telling me about like all the the strange experiences she'd had but um and I'm like not nothing against that or anything like what, what happens at a festival well in this case didn't stay at a festival because <laughs> she told me about it but yeah like I see I haven't had a huge amount of dating experiences I think if it was to count them all of I can probably do it now, like one, two, three, um, four, five. Are you talking
0: five. about, are these the people that you've met in real life?
1: Yeah. All right. Um, I think. To s- me,
0: it feels like you've met loads of people. I but... think
1: I've met five or six people off apps. Really? Yeah, max. Like, oh, I yeah.
0: thought you could. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you would have met a lot more.
1: Yeah, no, literally six. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's over the space of like four years, so oh my god For yeah. <laughs> me for some reason
0: i felt like you had met like the
1: algorithm is like lots guys. and lots of people I'm not getting enough matches here
0: <laughs> so where do you see online dating in five years from now
1: that's a really good question
0: because you are quite like you know you are very active on online dating apps I would say. True. I mean, a I've lot. them all. A lot of people. A lot garbage. of people are, but like you're consistent. Like you're like you yeah, know I'm gonna keep trying this. I'm gonna keep trying it. I'm gonna keep trying it until mm. I meet. Like we go through phases. Like I've uninstalled yeah. them a bunch of times yeah. as
1: well. Reinstalled. But I whatever. feel
0: like you know you're up to date, kind of where they are at the moment. So, mm. where where do you think it will be in five years time?
1: Right. Well, I still see. I still see Tinder being relevant even though like i think that's the worst one in in the sense that it's literally just swipe right or swipe left there's no like extensive like you you can okay you can write a short bio about yourself but um like when you compare it to the likes of bumble or hinge say where you've got like a much more detailed profile or perhaps okay Cupid. i haven't used that one in like a good good while um but I, I do like Bumble the way they're trying to like change the game a bit where they're like, you know, the woman gets twenty four hours to message first or else like the, the thing expires. And then they also have like different things that you can put in like your height, your star sign if you're into that thing, your political views, religion, um you can link your Spotify, your Instagram and all that. You can put in like three different little questions that you can answer and you can put in a bio too. Um but where do I see it in five years from now? I, I guess maybe more premium dating apps coming on the scene. Maybe ta- tailoring to specific needs. Like, uh, I think I did hear a while ago that there was one for celebrities. Uh, oh,
0: that's, um, what's it called again? Re? It's called like Rima, Rila, something beginning with Or. I forget what it's called now, but yeah.
1: Mm, mm, so yeah so perhaps more exclusive uh ones like that and i guess it's i think it's, it's i think it's becoming the norm in my experience but i'd like to think that like traditional dating still remains as well in a sense because there's there's something a tad is it depressing. <laughs> I was gonna say sad. sad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. About like relying on like an online like direct not directory, but like an online app to like mm. link you up with people instead of like just a natural mm-hmm. thing happening between yeah. like friends or mm-hmm. coworkers and stuff like that. Yeah. So um but yeah, I do think it's becoming the norm. And look, like, maybe that'll be fine because like you know the way People, like, people of an older generation might say, oh, you know, the youth of today, they're ruined. Like, look at them doing this, that, and the other. But as we see time and time again throughout the ages, it all seems to work out okay, more or less. Um. Yeah. So I, I, I do see it becoming more common. Mm,
0: mm. Yeah. Okay. Well... It's crazy to think about five years from now in every aspect of life, honestly. Like, because... Mm. <laughs> like, how can you like, even think to imagine what online dating will be in five years when you see how it is now? Like, how could you imagine it
1: yeah, because becoming... Yeah, even, like, t- at the moment, they've introduced things like, uh, uh, you know, Tinder and... Bumble and all that have social distancing messages mm-hmm. that they send the to you. So Facetime like, dates, guys. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I think Bumble introduced like voice notes that you could send to people. They oh, already had a video really? chat, gosh! Really? Oh yeah. my gosh! So like, like they're, they're like, we know you're to having be honest, a tough time like, right now. But here's I'm this. sure they're
0: doing pretty good right now because mm. people are probably desperate to talk to anyone. Like I'm sure everyone listening has had randoms from the past creep into their DMs or in their messages, being like, hey, or people that you barely even knew, and they're like, hey. <laughs> Because people are just like you know, everyone's losing their fucking, everyone's losing serotonin, so they're acting crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, the sanity is slipping out the window. All right. Uh... Like
0: everyone's sanity is just gone. Well, I think actually, so for the very final part of this podcast episode, we did get a question in from an avid listener, Martin Williams, <laughs> and he wants Hi, <laughs> he wants us to describe each other in three words. So, do you want me to go first? You can go first. Right, I'm going to have to think about this because I haven't actually thought about it. Wow, okay. (laughs) Okay, should I just think on the spot? All right, I'm going to say the first word is creative. I think you're very creative, especially in your kind of self-expression. I'm sure people that know Michael know that he dresses in a lot of bright colours. He's drawn towards very (laughs) extravagant designs. He likes very, I guess, music that's quite mind elevating i don't know how to create i don't know how to describe it tame impala i guess very he likes very colorful bright kind of things and i guess you can understand what that means in terms of music um okay two more words um i would say he is very um hmm <laughs> have to think of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me see.
0: Um... Take
1: your time. We can edit this out and post. <laughs> know, it's
0: all okay. good. Uh, oh my god, I got not think right now. I'm just getting frozen. Okay, so I would also say that you're a very empathetic person. You can really see where the other person is coming from, uh, and you can kind of, you know, you're you're never gonna act out of meanness to a person. You're never mm. gonna. You're never gonna. Yeah, I don't like to get on the bad side. Yeah. of everyone, so Yeah, you're never. You're always gonna. St- Kind of almost feel the other person's emotions and really try and look out for them. That's the Pisces nature. That's the Pisces thing. <laughs> and then, I would also say that you're a very, I guess, calm person. Like I can't remember the last time I've ever seen you get angry. Honestly, like since we yeah, kids. Even I. <laughs> I with it, I, like, I don't like, yeah, huh.
1: I, like I don't. I don't. Know I don't. Like, last
0: yeah, time I, I don't. You never. You never get angry. Like mm. I just you can't think of one. So you just kind of always calm, and you just have like a peaceful presence. I guess you could say. So that's the three words I would use to describe you. <laughs> what, what about? What were they again? <laughs> creative, um, empathetic, and calm. <laughs> okay. Three,
1: two, two seasons in a knee. Okay. So, um, yeah. What I would say about you is, um, I had them all in my head. They're, <laughs> they're literally gone. Just, to show what a glass of wine and a can of boomers do to your memory. <laughs> uh so we'll start with very aware you're you're quite aware like of what's going on around I'm an aware you person. and like what's happening like in your life and i think that all comes into your your sense of self and how you, how you carry yourself and everything you're, Like you're, you're quite um determined to you know achieve your goals and everything based on what's happening around you at the time i've definitely noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. You are quite expressive, both in your sense of like language. <laughs> uh, like, I know you do dance class as well. So, like, yes,
0: yeah. shout dance class. Dance crew.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be making, tick- making them TikToks, like Instagram oh posts, God, yes. everything like that. So, like, that's all forms of expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you- you're never afraid to, like, give your, like, honest thoughts about something um, i think i think you do it in the right way too Where some people will have like no filter i don't think you're like one of those kinds of people like you know mm-hmm. you know when to put a lid on it so to speak uh, <laughs> and yeah I had, I had another word as well outgoing yes yeah yeah, ah! yeah because <laughs> you're like definitely a very sociable person and like like i mean london is a case in point that like you and robin went over uh, rather originally from Brighton, and then yeah and, like, you were able to even I Brighton just ended made, like, up in London yeah London the same yeah
0: so. yeah it's kind of mental to think back mm-hmm. on honestly well yeah I mean I guess I'll take it like <laughs> 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 there you go Martin we just each other in three mm-hmm. words and I guess that brings episode 10 mm-hmm. to a close thank you so much Michael for coming on the podcast and sharing all your amazing stories with us. No that problem. was, I mean, it was a I, I don't think I've had like that extent of you know weird funny stories. On <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Um, until you graced us with your presence. <laughs> um, hopefully you'll be back. If you guys want Michael back, don't be afraid. So leave a comment. You know, DM uh, Follow me. the podcast on Spotify. Yeah, guys, if we could, uh, everyone listening, please go follow the podcast on Instagram at ycm. T am forgetting it s u so y c m d s u podcast on instagram and if you could go follow us on spotify so you don't miss an episode where wow, we've reached a decade of episodes now we've 10 episodes done i'm excited mm-hmm. for the next 10 to come it's gonna be an amazing time we're gonna have really good guests on as soon as quarantine's over i have some great names lined up so keep listening, guys, and have a great quarantine. Like, I don't even know what else to say, you know, like, it's a hard time, but we're literally all getting through this. Don't stress yourselves out. Like are doing our best. And yeah. It's, it's, keep them fingers crossed. It's not about productivity. It's about survival. Okay. <laughs> just As long as you're
1: surviving, <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. Keep that Netflix membership active. <laughs> get binge watching them shows. If anyone's looking for a show to watch, get into Westworld or Mr. Robot. Oh, or, or better call Saul if you're breaking bad. I
0: haven't heard any of these, but all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, um, thanks for listening, guys, and I love every single one of you guys so much. And see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>